way. Those are like they're fucking big. Like them bitches. Like those are tarantula eggs for sure. Sometimes the uh, the seasoning gets stuck in between the little cracks. Oh, it's so good, bro. Yeah, this man be like with a little chopstick. That was pretty sexual. The fuck that what you just said. The seasoning gets stuck in the crack. That's crazy. I thought I thought you'd be with a little chopstick. Caesar, I like the uh, the shirt. No, bro, shit. you want to know where where I got this shit, dog? C2E2? Nah, bro, exclusive. Nobody can fucking shop here but me, dog. Walmart. My mom made it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, you by the Walmart, way? For real? Yeah, dog. I got this one. I got one a Kirby shirt. I got a Kirby shirt. And... Bro, it's a bit. Bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. They got, right. they got this one. They got a Jujutsu Kaisen. They got a lot of anime shirts, dog, for like nine bucks. Shout out to Walmart. They're coming up. For real, dog. Remember when we used to have to buy Champion there? That shit was the poor brand. And now all the kids wear Champion. And it's like the fucking are you, are you real cool? You got a starter jacket. People are spending $50, $60 on those jackets. Those jackets used to be cheap. Nah, bro. What, what, was, the, what was the one with the rhinoceros? The Echo? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't think Echo will ever make a, like a, like a true comeback. I don't think it will. I don't know. Who, who was behind that? That's like them. It's like it, they tried streetwear. Like that was what yeah. Echo was doing, but yeah. it never. No one really popularized. What was, what it. was the one? What was the one that Fat Joe was pushing a lot? Wasn't it Echo? Fat Farm. Fat Farm. That's what it was. I mean, I I heard they are making comebacks, but just like it's like a niche thing now. It's like almost like well, all of them. All of them like... will make. All of them will make comebacks. To an extent of like, oh shit, this is what you used to re- wear in the early 2000s or whatever. Yeah, people are really going for vintage clothing right now. It's huge. And one of the funniest things I heard is like, I don't know if you guys have seen, but uh, New Balance has a ton, a ton of celebrity collabs and artist collabs. Mm-hmm. So what's funny is somebody said New Balances worn by 60-year-old dads in Iowa and supermodels in Italy. Well, I think even like the the not being cool is like also kind of cool because I've all, I've seen like commercials of like like sneaker dad, and it would be like the like the air um what the fuck is it called air pegasus, the the white uh the white Nike that that the white mm. suburban dads use for uh to cutting grass. Them grilling cutting grass outside shoes. Four hundreds, yeah, those. So I think like it's just like those like not cool being cool is coming back. I think uh, nostalgia is always, nostalgia is always gonna bring back things for. And I think if if it pops on TikTok, um, you know it'll, it'll make a comeback all over. Um, all that but, needs to happen is a nice celebrity, uh, collab. That's you know. honestly like you have like for example, you're talking about Echo, right? If somehow they could get. Mr. Beast's attention, and he wears something, and he like says, just mentions him briefly. Their sales would spike. Just because not you, real, not right. Hey, hey, would not you right wear, now, would you right wear now, the, dog. would you Mr. wear the Mr. Beast Echo shoe? Tell me the truth oh, right now. Hey, Mr. Beast kind of canceled right now. Is it fire? That, that's yeah, not let, 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 let's hey. just say, let's just say as a, as as the you know, it's kind of like a, a rip off of the air, uh, of the of the white Air Force One, rather than a Nike. It's a little is a little like. Uh, Rhino. Uh, I don't like. And, the, and, I don't like his logo. Uh, see, yeah, his logo is bad. So, yeah, I don't like it. So, you, like you know, Mr. Beast wouldn't. But you, you're right. It might. It might work on the younger audience. But no, because actually, right now, 
Mr. Beast is in some hot water and everything. We can talk about that a bit later, but people aren't too happy with him. You guys know about this? I, I, I no. no. Okay, I'll tell you about is it right he, now. Is he, but... is he is he kissing kids? No, nah, bro, it's the Dalai Lama, dog. That's what I'm gonna talk about. This uh, okay, okay, time. hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into we'll that, let me into the fucking podcast. All right, bitch, don't be we, fucking. We've been rude, recording dog. for like the last ten minutes. I can't record the podcast. I can't. Hey, bro, let people know how we just be, dog. Chill out. Sorry, you, I've been. I was recording? late, bro. You, hey, you just woke up from a fucking nap. You're cranky as shit, dog. I'm so fucking. Talk to me like that again, dog. We're gonna have some issues. I will call your wife again, dog. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back to the Oscar Caesar show. Uh, we're super late recording. You guys don't know this. You guys are probably gonna hear it on. I mean, this this is probably gonna drop late too because fucking Pancho drops late. But oh, okay. We, now we're gonna start blaming Pancho. We're all late. on each other's necks. That's all I gotta say. We all lay a little time. I'm on your, you know, I'm on your first, oh, I'm on your first second, third, this fourth is my snack, first dog. warning. I'm on, I'm on all your first next, warning. Dog. That's that's all I gotta say. That's my first warning. There's no pay deduction. Okay. Oh, yeah, there is, dog. The fuck? Uh, but thank you guys for listening to the last two episodes. Uh, sorry we didn't uh, drop last week. Um, but we're the only podcast that will be dropping TikToks and don't drop any visual podcasts. So, um, and this, this episode will be the same way. You're not going to see this visual anywhere else, but go follow the podcast on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, that being said... How are you guys doing? Oh, uh, let's introduce the guest. Uh, he's uh, he's a little Kirby in our screen, but Luis, welcome to the podcast. You've been a friend of the podcast. How's it going, guys? Happy to be back, bro. We got today. We got Luis from the East, dog. He's gonna talk to us about his adventures. Uh, but let's get back to the conversation we're having right now. Uh, would you wear Mr. Beast? Uh, Echo Unlimited. Um, I thought I was gonna find like a defunct. Like uh, uh, website for Echo. Hey, bro, why is this shit still popping off? Why they got so much <laughs> shit on here? Why is there a Marvel and Echo Unlimited collab? <laughs> like there's mm. like there's there's some shit here that I'm like, okay, hold on. Wait, did you spell like the real Echo? Like, oh, no, E C K O. It's yeah, Echo Unlimited. Oh, they actually still have a fucking. They have a full on <laughs> website, dog. I'm I'm still glad I'm so glad they're still embracing the the rhino though. I know. Hey bro, yeah. let us find out that Echo Unlimited is the reason why rhino, rhinos are no longer extinct. It's just a just a brand awareness. Bro, they got joggers? Hell no, nah, bro, not for sixty dollars. Get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> Hell no. Um yeah, bro, we're just gonna see a bunch of like juicy couture shit and like all those other uh old ad- what what's another uh Brand that would probably make a comeback. Juicy Couture, Echo, Fat Farm, uh, Fat Farm, Start. I mean, Start has always been like a like a like a that, interesting that's what vintage. I was mentioning is yeah, people are really really into vintage clothing right now. Like, there's yeah, people that their full time gig is finding vintage clothing and then reselling it. We just gotta go to we just gotta go to First Image and and stock up now so that. When fucking Fat Farm and, and Echo come back, we're already wearing it on the podcast. Like, what's up, y'all? Y'all late as fuck. Like, <laughs> y'all late as fuck. If Echo starts popping off in the Aurora, Chicago area, we want our cut. I'm just letting For everyone real. know. Uh, 
let's, let's jump into uh, the real top some real <laughs> topics, not some uh, warm up topics. But shout out to uh, Echo. Uh, I'm glad I'm you're so. I'm just imagining right? Oscar in those really really big Echoes all the way to his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> the big ass tees. The big ass long ass tees. No, you know what? I did have I did have a pair of. Um, ah man, if I if I don't know if I have a picture, but I had some some really nice Echo shoes. Those motherfuckers were fucking stompers, bro. They were thick as shit. And I bought them where the, uh, do you guys remember the store Value City? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't Value City Electronics, but it was like Value City. It was like, it was almost like a, like a Kohl's store. Um, there wasn't one near Aurora. You had to drive to like, pretty, you had, I think you had to drive to Joliet, I think. So it was a pretty far drive if you were from Aurora. Um, and there was only one at least that I could think of. Uh, and you would drive all the way there. And I remember we'll take that trip to go to that store because it was very cheap. And then right next to it was a Chinese buffet. Uh, let me know if you remember that store. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different store. But um, do you guys know uh, the Dalai Lama and what, what, why he's in hot waters? Please. Uh, I saw it on Twitter and I was disgusted. That, that's just disgusting. Let, let me let me ask you this. We, we, we've known each other for a very long time. We have. Um. If I were to kiss you in the cheek while we agree, would you would you get phased at all? Probably not. It definitely okay. it definitely would be context. Like if I just saw you and that's the first thing you did, I'd be like a little thrown off. But I I I, I would survive. I don't if, think I would be extremely phased. If I kissed you on the lips, you get pushed back. And then and then do do that phase that Caesar's making right now. Like, yeah, yeah, you're getting you're getting pushed back. I, now, if I kissed you on the lips and then giggle a little bit and say "suck on my tongue," what would you do? That's fucking gross. That's, that, yeah, no, you getting smacked, boy. So that's what the Dalai Lama did, I guess. On a, on a why is the Dalai Lama doing meeting greets? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does that bad dude like meeting greets? Uh, I guess the Dalai Lama uh, and something he was in, he was at something he gave. Uh, a young boy. Uh, it was a boy. It wasn't like a teenager. It wasn't like yeah. A, it was a young boy. It was a fucking eight, like maybe a, an eight nine year old. Uh, kissed him on the lips, and then uh, and I guess in the Dalai Lama's PR team, he said very uh, playfully said, "Suck on my tongue." Uh, and I guess right after that, the PR team or you know the Dalai Lama on Twitter, which I don't think the Dalai Lama has a Twitter. I think it's just a PR team. Uh, issued a statement saying that uh, he regrets and apologize uh, for what he said about sucking his tongue. He apologized to the little boy and his family. Uh, I just think it's fucking wild, bro. I mean, it just kind of goes that any any religious major group uh, head figures. Um, there's there's some weird people up there, you know, whether it's government or whether it's um, religious officials like there's just some weird people out there you know what i'm saying now this is a uh a thing of like uh people to the phone okay so it is just a spiritual leader right that that's all that the dalai lama is um that was fucking wild and out of pocket it should not have even been anything that fucking came through his mind um i came across a twitter thread that was very interesting um and really taught me a lot about Did you send Tibet. it to Luis? Uh I will send it to Luis right now. Uh no, I'll send it. I'll send it. Okay. Sorry. About Tibet and everything. And if you scroll through, feel free to read that. 
um, it talks about how much of like Tibet was corrupt and everything, and how monks, landlords, and like aristocrats would say that their weight, they, that they they were worth their weight in gold, but any slaves and like underclass people were worth their weight in straw. And the fucking second tweet on here, so it's not like I'm not. I'm not one to be like, oh, everyone's per-. like, I know fucking Mother Teresa was terrible, uh, fucking Gandhi was terrible, Nelson Mandela, Mandela um, was accused of, I believe, of hitting his wife and everything. So there's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, these are such good people, um, and you shouldn't criticize them. But I don't think anyone's above criticism. I don't think the Dalai Lama's above criticism. Uh, this fucking second tweet says, human sacrifice was also common under the old regime. The first image shows a letter with a 13th Dalai Lama. Uh, needs human intestines, skins, and skulls, and blood to celebrate his birthday. The fuck do you need human intestines, human intestines, skins, and skulls? And then they have the photos of dried out skins. Dude, it's fucking awful. Like, That's crazy. Like, why? I've never known this about... Like, I guess it also, it also goes back to... I, I don't know how old... Um, I think, I think, uh, I, is the Dalai Lama like a sort, sort of, uh, Buddhist? Yeah, he's, I like, believe that he's like religious. A sect, like a sect? Uh. I don't know, but I do believe that it's, it's fairly old. It's fairly old, I guess, for, you know, considered how, you know, it's, I don't think it's as old as Christianity or, or Islam or, or Judaism, but it definitely is, it's still in this, like, I wouldn't even say it's early stages. It's definitely... I don't know why I'm going with this, but um, it's enough where it's on his 13th leader, where, like, as as a Christian... 14th. 14th, 14th. As, as the 14th, but based on... Which just on the thread, just the thread alone, no research, it, it gives me very cultish vibes where they do, like, cultural... cult uh, Cult-like rituals where, like, you gotta sacrifice your... You know, your... In this Not case... My... Bullshit. We're on the 14th Dalai Lama... This fucking thread talks about how the 13th is the one that was requesting the skin, intestines, and skulls of these people. That's person, less than that, a century ago. That person died in 1933, right? Yeah. The 13th Dalai Lama. When was this one born? Born in July 6, 1935. He's only 87 years old. So it's not like these things weren't like happening around the same time and everything. So, yeah, it's fucking... Disgusting. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Um, when I read it, and then this morning I was listening to uh, some podcasters going to work. They were just like kind of explaining the situation. I'm like, that's fucking weird. Um, it also made me think that not like recently in the last like two years, I think uh, Tom Brady was under fire for kissing their their uh, his kids in their lips. Um, I and think I people just... people judged him for that. Cause they're they're also a little older. They're they're like they're like uh, eight, Early you know, eight nine yeah. year olds. I yeah. mean, they're probably in their teens now. But um, see, but I think I, mean, they, I don't they know. Judged I, him. They judged him because of the fact that like the way his son was sitting on him was like also on his lap and everything. And like he was, I, I that just came up again um, on my timeline and everything. And he was like kissing him on their neck and everything. And it's like it's, it's I'm not one to to judge how a parent. Shows effect to their kid. Um, it does it look weird from certain aspects? Yes, uh, but I wouldn't assume necessarily the the worst possible 
like uh, scenario in that case. Right? Like I, still, I, I still kiss my mom. I even kiss my dad on the cheek sometimes, but I don't think growing up, and then maybe it's a Mexican thing. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. a Mexican thing. Maybe we've just never been accustomed to kissing our our parents, our uncles, our aunts in the cheek and on the, on the lips. I definitely have heard of white people doing it more than um, I mean, than other in, people. I think in I can't speak for all Latin cultures, but in Mexican culture, it's not uncommon to say hi and like put your cheeks together and like make the little kissing sound. Like that's not odd. Yeah. But, no, like but that. I'm that... not kissing somebody on the lips. That's different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I still kiss my I I I kiss my grandma like that. You know when I, when when uh, when I see my grandma, I kiss her like do the. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do that, um, you know, since Danielle's been married with, and, and has been around my family, they, they also greet her that way. Um, but I, I don't know. I've never, I've never, at least in, in Latin culture, in Hispanic culture, in, in Mexican culture in general, um, have we've, I've ever seen someone be kissed their family members in the lips. So I just I'm reiterate this question one more time, please. I'm going to look you in that Kirby's eyes. If I kiss you in the lips... And and whisper sweet nothings to you. What you gonna do? You gonna get smacked. You gonna get smacked. Open hand, right across the face. <sighs> what if I kiss you on the lips, What if I? What if I kiss you on the lips? The 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 answer is the same. Hey y'all. bro. Hey I used to give my boy Tim a bunch of kisses all the time. Tim. Tim. Our Tim. You used to kiss Tim. Bro. I've told this story a million times. I've There's never, no I've never heard you talk. I've never heard. Bro, I'm you, pretty you've sure done this I've podcast kissed, for a I've very long you. time. I'm pretty sure I've kissed. You've never I've kissed, kissed me. Every, don't fucking lie on your my name right now, dog. I've never, you shit. never kissed me, homie. <laughs> homie. There's only homie. one man. There's there's only one man who's like. Are we talking about lips here? Lips here, dog. No, you've never kissed me <laughs> the lips. Then. Get, don't lie on me. There's only no, 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 no. There's only one man. Red exposed. There's only one man. There's only one man that's ever kissed me. I'm gonna expose him right here too. And it was Angel Lozoya, this is Pancho's brother. He surprised me one time at a party. I turn around. He fucking locked. We locked lips. It was like that fucking Sasuke Naruto scene, and like in the first. That's how it was. I've never kissed you in the lips, uh, if, unless you took advantage of me. <laughs> Unless you took advantage no, of me, no. then we I have a whole this, different story I've, in our I've hands. told this story to so many people about the <laughs> best way, the best way to combat. No, not about you, but like the, in general, like the best way to combat a, uh, a fraternity full of guys and their testosterone when they're acting bad. I'm like, bro, I'll fucking kiss you on the lips, and then people will be like, what? I'm like, I'll fucking do it right now. And I know for a fact, Tim and Eric, they don't give a fuck. They're like, bro, why you say that online? Online, because if I fucking tell them to their face too, they would never back down. I'd be like. I just Wait, you, you never done that to me. I'm bro, don't sorry. fucking lie, bro. I know I have. Dog. I'm so sorry. I've bro. never kissed you the lips. <laughs> I know I haven't. I know I haven't kissed Lise. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, you in Rockford, bro? You're hey, we know where you live. I know where you hey, live. Hey, bro, we got your I address. Said I said he. Hey, bro, don't yeah. worry about it. I got you, dog. You stay in your corner over there. He, he is, as in we, as in the Oscar and Caesar pulling up together. <laughs> For real, bro. You about to get besitos, dog. Who Boogie, bro? I'll kiss Boogie, too. Hey, but Boogie's a street dog. He's you not scared, bro. Huh? That's a street dog. Yeah. That's a street dog? I'll, bro, I'll fucking... I bite... I, hey, bro, I will bite dogs back, dog. 
Uh, Luis, tell, can you can you share your uh, how you how you uh, adopted your your uh, dog uh, boogies? Sure, it's a funny story because um, I was outside on a Sunday. I was cleaning my grill, and I look up and there's this dog in my yard, like in the yard. He's running around. Um, I find some rope. I pretty much make a leash out of it uh, and grab him and I tie him down. Give him some water. He's pretty chill. He's got a tag on him for Winnebago County, which is where I'm where I'm at. And it's Sunday, so I tried calling and they were closed. Um, he escapes that night. Um, because we didn't let him inside, we let him in the porch. Um, and it was a cool it was a cool day, but we left the door a little bit cracked, so he just ripped the screen door and dipped. Uh, a week later, we found him again. Still had that tag on him. Um, and when I called. It was for a cat, so you know, obviously it wasn't his. I walked him around uh, the neighborhood a couple times. No one stopped me and was like, "Hey, that's my dog." And uh, yeah, I pretty much, I was gonna take him to the shelter, or I did take him to a, an animal shelter downtown, um, and they were full. So I didn't want to take him to animal services, so I felt bad and I kept him. He's been uh, he's been chilling ever since. I think I've had him for almost three years now. So that boy adopted you. You didn't adopt him. For real. And now he's he, run away. Now he's, he's an indoor dog. Streets. No, he's for the streets. You leave, leave that door open. He's gonna book it. He might but, come back hey, now. He's technically kidnapped you though. Like, give me the fuck out of here. No, he came back. So one of the times he left, um, I had just given him a bath. Oh, it gets me angry thinking about it. I had just cut his hair because I groom him myself. Um, I had just cut his hair. I gave him a bath. I forgot that he had made a hole in the fence that day. So I opened the door as normal, let him into the yard. As soon as I sat down in the kitchen table, I shot right back up, ran out the door. He was gone. And this was like... Ten at night. He was gone. Damn, yeah, bro, you, you trying to ruin it? You trying to ruin his streak, dog? He out there looking like a fucking monster. You got him pampered over here, all fucking nice cut, nice, oh, nice, man. smelling nice. We're fucking on it. All right, my homies, my homies are gonna disrespect me. Just <laughs> this dude pulled up at three in the morning, barking to be let back inside. I would have been like, dog, you are staying outside. Bro, he fun. was out. He was outside like heavy. <laughs> you're, you're, you're outside. Estás borracho. Dormes afuera. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. His friends made fun of him too much, talking about, "Hey, bro, go home with your nice little haircuts and your bubble bath." And he's all like, "Man, fuck y'all." It, it's kind. It's kind of true though that like. So mad. It's, 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 so it's kind of true that you, you kind of follow that stereotype that all Mexican families have that dirty white poodle. He's not. It's the Shih Tzu, but yeah, it's like the the little white dog. Yeah. Hey, bro, that is not a street dog. <laughs> <It's> a... <No. laughs> hey, those poodles are mean though. Those fucking poodles. He's chill though. He's chill. He just That's be, good. He just be chilling. Um, uh, just jump up to a, a different topic. It's still a little sad news, but. Uh, since we skipped last week, this happened last week. Uh, kids from uh, Tennessee were uh, protesting. I don't know if you guys saw that on your news channel, but they're uh, protesting in Nashville, the the capital, or the, uh, is Nashville the capital of Tennessee? Uh, no, I don't. But I so, so, say no. so, 
So they were marching in the capital of Tennessee, if someone can look, uh, either Nashville or Knoxville, something like that. Uh, they were uh, marching. I think it was over 10,000 kids were marching. Um, they were outside the capital, uh, you know, chanting. Nashville. The, it is Nashville. So uh, they were chanting, you know, you know, to reform gun laws and, and make them safe, whatever means make school safe for kids. Um, and only like three, uh, three out of like, I'm assuming there's a few hundred, a couple hundred, a couple, a few hundred. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many uh, state represent or uh, you know representatives in the state um, Congress is in Tennessee. But out of th- all of them, only three stood up for the kids. Out of those three, two were uh, uh, black people. Out of those two, only one was a woman. Uh, the Tennessee legis- uh, legislators uh, were very quick to um, punish those. Uh, those uh uh Cong- what do you call them? congress people representatives representatives yeah. um they expelled them expelled them from uh from uh the the congress right away uh, obviously they 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 became martyrs over overnight um you know i i even saw like a whole speech of this guy telling like this is racist like how are you guys going to expel us just because we're standing up for the kids yeah, uh, literally doing our jobs of of standing with their constituents, and and it's just and it's just be and, and those, out of those three, the two black representatives were the ones that exposed the the white lady who who was a former teacher that stood up for, with the kids as well did not get they she got saved by one vote, mm-hmm. um which is also still fucking crazy but um yeah, it was I, it's uh, just go ahead Luis. I had seen a lot this was all, all over TikTok which is yes. again mm-hmm. crazy how information can get passed like that nowadays like you can I, tiktok is probably my news source at this point because oh 100 a lot of relevant relevant stuff comes up so yeah it was actually um it was interesting because one of the speeches that he was talking about was uh that when he was getting expelled i believe um uh, one of the representatives i don't know which one it was gave a speech and he was saying like when the school shooting happened um, on Monday, they pretty much were like, oh, yeah, thoughts and prayers for the kids. Let's go to business as usual. Like, there was no discussion on anything mm-hmm. regarding laws or legislations that would potentially help the kids out and make it safer for them. So when he was getting expelled, he was he, uh, he was asked the question. Um, he was saying, like, uh, he was asked what he meant by – no, uh, I, I can't remember the phrase, but it was a chant. It was like, no, uh, something, no peace. Mm-hmm. No justice, um, no peace? Yeah, that's what it was. So he was, um, one of the other representatives in the state was asking him what he meant by that. And in his explanation, he was explaining how until there isn't any legislation, there wouldn't be any justice. So therefore, there is no peace because there is no justice. It was yeah. a very interesting speech. They're very well spoken. Um, and he spoke like a civil rights, like a, like an old civil it, rights guy. Yeah. I thought I was watching a video from the civil rights. It is crazy to think that in 2023 you have somebody having to defend kids being shot in schools in that sense. You know, it, it's hmm. uh, it's pretty intense. Funny enough, he got elected again. He 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 yeah he, he, uh, so, voted back in. Yep. So he so, so he only got voted in as the interim representative so he's technically his his own replacement 
uh, and because he was expelled, it triggered a special election that will be happening uh, at some sometime at the end of this year. But not because it 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 kind of triggered like this like huge national news now because now people are going to be paying attention to uh, Tennessee, uh, you know, Tennessee lawmaking and stuff like that because now it seems like I think Tennessee during uh, the presidential election was a swing state. Uh, still very red, but obviously the major cities is is swinging blue. But uh, now because of this, and it, so it just so happened, uh, he was a black uh, Democrat and a very strong Republican state. Uh, people are going to be paying attention more to this uh, election, uh, and I think this is the same state that was like like in the forefront of banning like a lot of books about uh, critical race theory and and drag shows and stuff like that. I think Tennessee's just been on some bullshit lately, but because it's just like a random ass middle of the middle of the road state, um, we don't really pay too much attention. It's not like a major. It's not like a New York or California or a Texas or you know Florida. It's just in the middle of the road. It's, it's in the middle of like the Christian Belt. So. Uh, obviously, you know, when it comes to, like, those states in the Christian boat, we're like, oh, they're just being regular-ass white rednecks, so. Um, but I think what, what what this has done, for sure, it's, there was no, like, there, they had nothing to stand on to say, you've done something wrong, and for this, you are being expelled. Well, you know why, you know what the re- actual reason why he got expelled, right, was because when the kids were chanting, he got up to the podium without being, uh, without proper uh, way of you know saying I'm gonna come and talk. He he they he, they just went up there with a megaphone and started talking, and Regardless, that's the reason that, why he was expelled. That's 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 not. And he, I think he brought up a good point about like there's people there's an active like child predator on the, in this like Congress and like all these other people like who have done fucked up things. There was never anything about an expulsion. Yeah. He speaks mm-hmm. out of turn with a megaphone. And he's expelled. So that's 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 the thing where it's like what they've shown here, and they can't say, well, it's not a race thing. It's like, then what do you call it when it happens to be that? Again, they could have if they had expelled that lady as well. Maybe they'd still be under some fire. But the fact that they're like, hey, we only expelled the two black representatives. That's fucking bad. It's it's nothing but racist. It's fucked up. What they've done is radicalized a lot of people who are possibly like Democrats and everything to then want to go vote and 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 help. Yeah, the other thing that's interesting is you know how they we I mean I know I say this a lot, but it always feels like legislations take forever and decisions take forever. Mm-hmm. They acted on this quick, so they mm-hmm. can't say that they can't act quickly because they yeah. wanted to and they did. On the two-day Prime Prime Express, they fucking went quick. For real. And the thing is, I just, I just read something today or yesterday about um, something saying that there's going to be 14 million Gen Zs eligible to vote in 2024. And I'm like, that's a pretty big number. That's a significant number that can really push certain states and everything uh any which way and everything so it's it's we'll see what happens the thing is is that there is a lot of i think we've 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 said it a lot on this show that a lot of the shit that we know now kids know at a younger age now than we did back when we were their age like half the shit that is that went on i was like that shit doesn't pertain to me because i'm still a fucking kid even though it was all just as important and 
all as affecting me as the stuff is now for them. So kids notice now, and kids do speak up, and kids do want to make that difference and see that difference. So I think a really good point you bring up here, Caesar, is that again with what I said about TikTok, they have so they have access to the information mm-hmm. at a much younger age. When you and I and Oscar were growing up. Um, when we saw the news, it was probably the fi- uh, the, the 9 a.m., 5 p.m. local news, right? That's what you yeah. saw, if if that. Um, so now the kids have – they can look up a topic, a trending topic, and maybe the source of the news is biased, we can say, depending on how they look it up or what their feeds might be like. But it's news nonetheless, so they can dig into it and they can look more and more. And I think, you know, what are they concerned with, right? So what are the these kids that are going to be eligible to vote? What's their concerns? What are they worried about politically? And I think that um, it's uh, there's been a lot of conversations, as you said, that so many new Gen Z voters are going to come up, and they're going to be focusing on politicians and, and in favor of politicians that will make – laws about what they're concerned about so that that's kind of no matter which democrat republican which side um they see would do a better job i think that either side could propose solutions because i don't think there's been a a mediation of solutions so whichever side can propose a solution that the gen z's like that side is going to get their votes i think i think the 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 big difference here is that gen z's are a lot more compassionate and they also have grown up in a world where I remember like when I was growing up hearing about Columbine and I'm like, shit, that's scary because it is a school shooting. It's probably one of the only school shootings. Then we heard about Virginia tech and that was still an outlier. There were still these, these mass shootings at schools that were uh, like somewhat rare. And then by the time we got to to high school, college age, these things were happening so often, right? And the Republicans have never done anything to assist with it. So these kids have realized these these people don't give a fuck about us. I, I think they, they're a bit more compassionate and we might vote in a way that is for the benefit of others versus – just the benefit of of themselves, as as it seems some Republicans tend to do. Um, so I, I'm excited to see. I, I'm at least glad uh, that there is an abundance of activism and and um, awareness to a lot of these topics from the younger generation. So let's just. Uh... Cause we're gonna we're gonna be talking in circles, and we got way more political fucking talks. We you know we we try not to be political as much, but we we really get into politics very quickly in this podcast. Um, let's uh let's jump ahead a little bit, and Luis, tell me how was Japan? Oh, Japan! It is you, such your, a beautiful your, time of the year. Your boy uh, Caesar was, was was heated. He wasn't invited, but even though you know he gets invited a lot to places, it just doesn't show up. But he was heated that he was not invited to uh, the dweeb capital of the world. Um, how was it? It was an experience. I recommend even um, – so I don't speak Japanese. Um, it was my first time traveling to Tokyo. 
um, which is where we uh, where we stayed the whole time. I was there for seven days, and it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, we bought our tickets to go in December, and we planned it for the second to last week of March. And what I wasn't aware of is that Japan re- releases an official cherry blossom calendar um, because the cherry blossoms will bloom in different sections of Japan because it's an island north to south. So we were in Tokyo right as they were in the middle of their full bloom, which um, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to see. It's, it's, it's beautiful. You just, you know, you look out, uh, you go in the parks, and there's just these trees full of, full of the flowers. Um, their railway system is off the charts. Oh, they are, it is amazing. It is such a walkable city. Um, I was wearing my, uh, my Apple watch. So I was counting my steps. Um, one day, the the longest we walked was 25 miles. Ah, damn. Yeah, it was, it was I'm kind of glad I wasn't invited. I would have been out the first day. (laughs) No, it was completely worth it though. Um, like we, uh, we were so when looking at things to do, there are so many things to do. It, we were there. We did something every single day. There was not a lot of like downtime, and it still feels like we didn't do enough. It was it was crazy. Um, the food was delicious. I I, <laughs> I tried some uh, charred squid, some some grilled squid. Mm. Oh. Um, ramen. Did you, did you, uh, did you find your waifu? But I was gonna ask too, bro. I did not. You find your little, your little, your little, your little Japanese shoddy. Did you, uh, did you go to the uh, red light district and maybe find some, you know, some so, ladies of the night? I walked through it. Oh, okay. My man had his eyes covered. He's like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I'm a, <laughs> you dumb <know>, man. <laughs> No, so like, it's people will come up to you and ask you what you're looking for the night at every three, four steps you take. It's mm-hmm. honestly annoying and and really off putting. And if you listen to these people, you probably deserve to get scammed because you're not being offered nice things, right? So, yeah. Other, but there, like, as we, one of the things that I noticed while I was over there is, um, obviously because of the jet lag. I was waking up at like five in the morning and couldn't really go back to sleep. So um, most places don't open until like 10 or 11. Um, in the morning? Yeah. What like you fuck? could, yeah. So like a breakfast place opened at 11. Um, and then things closed down maybe to prep for dinner around three, four. And then things open back up five or six. And then they don't close until three. So it is a very very late night lifestyle. Um, so in the mornings you saw the elderly crowd, and as the night started to, uh, as the day turned into night, you saw the crowd change. It was actually pretty crazy. Like everyone that was younger, you know, you saw people with more punk fits. Like you just saw the the the, the city changes definitely to its nightlife. Um, and again, with the jet lag, uh, close to the area where we stayed, there was a batting cage that we just so happened to walk past. And we were, it was, this was three in the morning. Well, it was two in the morning. We were actually walking back from the red light district. Uh, we were in Shinjuku. That's the, uh, the area where we, where we stayed. A very, very touristy area. Um, okay. 
Yeah. And we were we were walking back, and we heard the the noises, so we turned the block, and we were like, oh, cool. So you know, went to the batting cage, um, stuck around there for like an hour. We were leaving. It was almost 4 a.m. The craziest thing to me is, as we were leaving, I look over and there are guys in full suits with briefcases walking in, right? This is four in the morning. So either these guys got out of work late or they never made it home and they were just stopping by the batting cages. I don't know, but that's not something that you would normally see. You don't see a guy in a full suit at four in the morning. Like, and this was probably their after work activities. So, um, I, that wasn't a question I was going to ask you. How's the how's the Pokemon Center? The Pokemon Center. So there was there's two in the Tokyo area that are pretty famous. The one with the Snorlax and the one with the Mewtwo. Um, the one with the Snorlax was pretty chill. Um, when you go in there, uh, being us being of a little bit of an older generation at this point, when we when we first were playing Pokemon, we all had the original 150. So there actually isn't a lot. 151. Get your shit straight, bro. Fucking noob. Get the fuck out of here. You didn't go to Japan. I bet you can't sing the Pokemon rap. (laughs) He just leaves the chat. He's like, they caught me. (laughs) Well, there isn't many of those kinds of Pokemon. Um, It's a lot of the newer ones. So, Mm -hmm. still, it's cool to see. Um, The one in, I, I don't know where it was. I think it's in Ginza. The big one. No, that's not the one. The one in Ginza was relatively cool to walk into. The other one with the Mewtwo, I can't remember where exactly it is. Um, that one had a line out the door. So as I was, I was trying to walk in, and everybody else was walking out. They're like, "Don't, you're not gonna buy anything in there." So damn, bitch, I want to look the fuck. No, I probably would have waited in line for three hours to pay. There was some cool stuff. Why? Uh, why'd you guys end up going to a baseball game? It was it was something to do. It was oh. in the Tokyo Dome, um, which is where the World Baseball Classic uh, happened. There was a couple matches there um, for the Asian countries. Um, mm. it, we saw the uh, it was the Japanese uh, or the Tokyo MLB version of a team. So it was uh, their pro league um, versus uh, an away team. I'm not exactly sure who they were playing. I can't remember the uh, the names, but it was a it was a it was a really cool experience. Um, their baseball fans are super organized. Even their baseball is organized. It's insane. So, like, if your team's at bat, you have someone in the bleachers with a megaphone coordinating chants, right? <laughs> so then, you know, three strikes, team swap. The team sit. The 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 uh the people chanting sit, and the other team stands up and they start chanting. Um, so even the fan sections were coordinated, which is something to see. So. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I accidentally ordered a whiskey and water. Fun fact. Whiskey water? Yeah. <laughs> what why why why'd you do that? So we went to the bar area in the stadium and they have they have three main beers. Which uh their Suntory um is is the brand that's kinda like their version of Bud Light, Budweiser, like they're all American or our version of American beers, that's Suntory is their version of Japanese beers. Um and I thought I was getting a beer, but I pointed at a bottle and it was not beer; it was whiskey. Mm, and uh, they looked at me and they're like, "How do you want it?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And this <laughs> was a, very hard to communicate. They they 
they didn't speak English, and I don't speak Japanese, so I was trying to go through the Translate app, which was helpful, but not when you're trying to have an active conversation and there's people waiting in line. So, yeah, they, uh, they're like, how? And I was like, I just threw my hands up, and they're like, rocks, water? I just said water. Um, and yeah, they poured me a shot, poured it into the cup. It was good. So, fun fact, if they, you... Mo- most whiskeys, I think they do put a bit of water, uh, and it's supposed to help the flavor profile and everything. Yeah, so if you were to go to a restaurant, you you could probably order a whiskey and Coke if it was a touristy spot. But if you're going to a just mom-and-pop type place, and they serve liquor, it's going to be whiskey on the rocks or whiskey with water. And honestly, it was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. Um, my my uh my funny the funny the mo- one of the pictures you guys put up was when you guys went to Louis- the Louis Vuitton store, yeah, uh, in Tokyo, and you guys were dressing. You guys were dressed pretty nicely, uh. But Danny went with his uh original <laughs> plain tee, khaki shorts, white you know ankle socks, and and uh, his his grass cutters. Uh, no, no, he didn't have his grass cutter. He had his nice gray shoes on. All right, they were also the thing, gray. The thing about the thing about I think people and tourists in Japan is that I think most white people who go to Japan will be like, I want to live here. I want to be. I I feel like Daniel would have just been like, I'm just here visiting, and then like he would have just he would have seen someone trying to build some shit, and he would have walked over and just fucking like held it up for them, helped them build it, and just walked away like, all right, bye. And he's like, I I don't know, I was just bored. It's, Breakfast doesn't open until eleven. <laughs> Dan- Danny was there doing tasks and shit. <laughs> Danny wore shorts the entire time. Um, there was we probably saw like three people the whole time total that were wearing shorts. What What was so, the temperature like out there? Um, they said it was fifty-ish degrees, but you could see your breath in the morning, so it was it was cold. Oh, that's a that's a that's a hot yeah. day for for uh someone of Danny's proclivity. That's his uh. So what? Is that a word? No, right there. You made up a word. Word of the week at the library. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Look. A tendency to choose to do something regularly. Boom. Fuck you guys. I used it correctly. Okay. All right, bro. That's kind of racist. We're, me and Luis are both English is our second language. All right, and you're just out here using big words. Hey, bro. <laughs> I have heard. That's yeah, dude, that's that your good. fault. That's I'm, both of your faults, dog. Hey, hey. this is what he he be doing at the library. He's just reading new words to use on the podcast. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, hey, how to make Oscar look dumb? <laughs> big big <laughs> words. <Probably. laughs> no, but Danny, um, uh, he he had all of his gray shirts. So I saw all of them. They were slightly darker and slightly lighter shades of gray. Um, however, so Danny doesn't like seafood. Japan is an island. So there's seafood, seafood everywhere. So what I was, like nothing. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So we actually um we ate at a bunch of spots, but we only ate we only went to one place to eat twice. And that place okay. was egg slut. Egg slut? Yes, it was delicious. We nice. went to, oh, it was so good. And it also opened at ten, I think. So Bro, I we would have we we would have very different Japan uh, trips. So the people that I watch and the people that that, that I I see do Japan shit, I'm like, that's why I, I want to go to the fucking bar where there's big muscular women serving us drinks. 
Like, that's where I want to go. No, so, I wanted to go too, honestly. However, it wasn't near anything else that I wanted to do. So, mm, if we wanted to go sense. over there... So, something that I did when it came to planning the trip out is... I went on Google Maps and I pinned all of the places that I wanted to see. I think I pinned a total of like ninety something places. God damn! Yeah, you, you showed me it was like damn near everything was like if you didn't, if you didn't zoom in, it's just a big ass red dot. And then if you you start zooming yep. in, it was yeah, like so, so many across like, and it seemed like you you planned it very well across or very close to your hotel, right? Yeah. So the the reason I did that is because every time I saw a food place, a shop that I wanted to go to. Um, some nerdy stuff, anything I saw that people were talking about, I added it. And the way we did our trip is every day we went to a different neighborhood. So, for example, in the morning, we went to the first day we were there, we went to Ueno Park. Uh, we went to a big temple. And because I had um, all those places pinned nearby, we were able to walk and hit up those places. So, like the Muscle Girl Bar, I wanted to go to, but that's in Ikebukuro. And I didn't have as many things pinned over there, so I just to be able to see as much as I could in those couple days, I went to the areas that I had the most things pinned. That's understandable. And, yeah, one of the things that um, catches people off guard is uh, I've I've seen uh, itineraries for people traveling out there, and they're planning like where to go get dinner, uh, how long they're gonna spend there. There's a ton of lines to eat to places to eat especially if it's like a highly reviewed place you are probably going to sit in line especially if you're in a group of four because that's we, we had a group of four um most of the restaurants accommodate one to two people that's normal in japan um hmm. so a group of four is a large table obviously they can accommodate but it's going to take even longer to sit so most people need to uh, at least i i needed it was a, a shock to me it was going to be a two or three hour wait if you wanted to eat somewhere that was popular. So when it comes to eating, just if you're somewhere nearby, look up the place. It's got a couple good reviews. I'd go in. Decent. Um, obviously, we're going to move on a little real quickly. Uh, what's your uh, What's your next trip, Luis, if you wanted to tell tell the world your move? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would literally... I would really like to go to South America. I'm not sure uh, where yet, but um, I've visited cities a lot, so I, I'm feeling a, a, the next the next trip's got to be a little more nature, a little bit more peaceful vibes. Hey, bro, we love you. Just don't let us catch you on 90 Day Fiance because you went down to South America and you're like, bro, I love her, and I'll be like, put this man on the show now because this is gonna be this is gonna be a trip. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if he didn't bring a waifu from Japan, I don't think my man's going to be traveling the world finding his his waifu. Unless he is, and then, you know, good luck to Luis. Well, well, hear me out. I couldn't speak Japanese. Hey, bro. <laughs> if, you had that, if you had Riz, dog, you wouldn't need Japanese, bro. I walked out by And they would have ran away. <laughs> For real, dog. They would have been laughing at me. I would have been crying. In, <laughs> in the next topic I got here... We're just gonna be. I don't. I, I'm trying to not be too political here, but that's all we got. Um, Bud Light, Bud Light, bro. Y'all, y'all fuck with Bud Light, bro. I fuck with Bud Light like I fuck with dudes a lot. 
Hey, yo, that's a TikTok. Hunter, tell me, tell me when this is put on. Dude, the the whole thing about people being upset with Bud Light is ridiculous. Lucy, you know about that? People being yeah, mad at Bud Light. She's that on a shirt. <laughs> tell your sister to make that shirt, bro, and, and and just like you know what. If we sell it, we, we won't keep the proceeds. We just we just give it to hey, like the it's going, LGBT to, it's, going, it's going straight to Bud Light. <laughs> not, to, not to LGBT, just straight to Bud Light. <laughs> Y'all need this right now. Y'all are hurting. <laughs> so, so uh, Caesar, can you explain the situation? Uh, yes, there is a trans um, woman influencer named what was it, Dylan Mulvaney, who became a spokesperson for a lot of different things. Uh, and then I believe Bud Light uh, also sponsored them and then had their, like, uh, Pride um, cans as well. And people are pissed. And people are out and about shooting their fucking Bud Light because they're pissed. Kid Rock did it. There's a bunch of fucking videos of people, like, taking all the Bud Light from their uh, their... Uh, like garages and and fridges and being like we don't do we don't fuck with that and then they go and they replace it with like Jack Daniels or Coors which have also supported LGBTQ rights so it's like you're fucking dumb as shit uh they're fucking dumb if anything it's like not to give so much like cred to to Bud Light but every fucking corporation does this like anytime during Pride Month. Every corporation is nothing but rainbows and everything and positivity and allyship. And as soon as the month is over, they take that shit down. So that why is are the people... funniest switch up to every, like you, everybody the next day immediately does it, it. It is. It's like, it's like, I feel like most of them are like, welcome. We accept everyone. And then it's like the next day it's not like, whoa, 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 homo chill. Like, <laughs> and it's just like the fucking weirdest thing uh, to, to see. But I don't know why people are so mad, because it happens so often. And I think most people understand, like, hey, we know you just want our money, so you're going to show us shit that we want to see. But all the people who are mad about Bud Light now are like, "This is look look at what they're doing. Look at what they're doing to our beer. It's like, who gives shit, dog? So what I saw, I saw someone said that, like, do you think uh, this is going to make the LGBTQ plus community drink more Bud Light? And they're like, no, I don't think they're drinking Bud Light at all. But... <laughs> yeah, I... I... I jokingly, uh, I jokingly told my my boss at work. I was like, "Hey, man, we have a gay Bud Light this weekend uh, for Easter weekend." He's like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." And he's like, "Not because I'm homophobic, but I don't drink Bud Light." I was like, "Respectable, like, <laughs> like, like that's I get it." <laughs> do you, do you, champagne of beers? Do you drink? Hey, shout shout to champagne of beers, um, Miller Hydra High Draft. High life, dog. High life. Um, that's a true American beer right there. No, no, no gay shit or nothing like that. But look at this rainbow cup right here. I like this shit right here. Um, are you? Oh, I hear an echo. Off of fucking Caesar, I hear it. Me? Yeah, I see your shit blow up when. Not right now. Hello, hello, hello. All right, that sounds better. Um, I still hear, but whatever. Uh, Templeflation, are you guys tired of tipping everywhere you go? Um, not necessarily. Um, who, who gets a tip and who doesn't? 
What do you mean? Like, what you what do you dictate giving people? T- do you give a tip to the guy in Chipotle? I have a buck. I'll fucking throw it in the little thing. Maybe. No, 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 that, no. That's not what I'm talking about. When you pay with your card, and like it says, do you want a tip? You know, and it gives you four options, and then like the smallest option is like no. Do you? What do you hit when yeah, you have to say your Chipotle? Yeah, sometimes I'll hit like the, what is it, like 15%, 10-15%? Like a dollar or two more. You're a nice person. Do you not? I don't tip the fucking... I tip I tip very generously when I'm, I'm in actual restaurants. Hey, bro, those people are still handling your food. Yeah, but I think they're... The, the way I think about it is if you work... And I can be completely wrong. And if I get canceled for it, that's okay. But in my head, I think if you're in a restaurant like uh, like that serves you and everything like that, you know, give brings you water, get, you know, bring you know, goes over the menu, whatever. I will tip you. But if you're if you're just a, a guy or, or a girl in 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 Chipotle or Burger King or whatever, and and they just take my order. Make it real quick, and here it is. I don't know if I can give you a tip. So I mean, the thing being, so this, I used to work in a restaurant. Go ahead, Luis. Get it Get his ass. I used to work in a restaurant too. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, dude. Fuck so, you. I think I I usually tip. Um, I'm kind of with Caesar. Maybe I might not tip the the fifteen percent, but I'll I'll leave a dollar or something. Um, because they're still prepping your food, right? You can think of it in that aspect. Um, I do agree with Oscar though that uh, people that at that serve you food like that, but you're not when you're tipping at like a Chipotle per se, you're tipping the people that are cooking. Um, when you're tipping at a restaurant, you're mostly tipping the servers. You're not tipping the cooks unless they have their own tip system where they give uh, tips to the cooks as well. But that's very rare. Um, they don't normally tip the cooks because the cooks are getting paid a lot more. The servers are not making much money, which is why they depend on the tips, which is a whole different topic. They should get paid fairly um, and not have to depend on the tips. But I think that that weighs into how much I tip. I take that into account. So when I'm at a restaurant, I definitely tip better than if I was at a counter just getting food. But I think I would still – and I do give a tip, but it's not as significant where – um, the button might be like, you know, it gives you 10, 15, uh, other, I might just do the 10%, right? Cause they are still cooking. It, it also, it also depends on the establishment. I think, I think I also depends for me what, what I'm doing with it. Like if I'm going to sit down and eat, I might tip, but if I'm doing like pickup, I won't tip. I won't tip for pickup. I will. I do tip for delivery. I, I, I make sure, especially if it's on, on, uh, delivery, you know, the delivery apps or, if, um, you know, it's a pizza and, and they have their own delivery guy. I always carry cash with me to, to tip there or if it's like through like Grubhub or, or uh, DoorDash, I always you know, do like the 4 or $5 uh, depending how far it is. If it's a little further, I do tip. Uh, there's maybe one or, tw- or two times where I tip more than $10, but uh, that was a bigger order. Um, I think a lot of people are just tired of tipping for I think more. there's more places that are doing tipping and they do offer an uh um, the minimum wage or maybe a little bit better um so i don't know it's a weird it's a weird tricky 
tricky conversation because if the whole tipping system was to uh, make up for the servers for not being paid minimum wage, why are we giving people that are making minimum wage tips? So I, I don't think people are necessarily tired of tipping. I just think tipping has also gotten more expensive because the bill That's is true. larger. The yeah. bill is larger, so therefore your tip is larger, right? So when before uh, a five, a four or five dollar tip was a good tip, that doesn't seem like you're leaving anything. So I think that that reflects as well. The percentage of the tip has increased the money that you're tipping. So it's not maybe that people are tired of tipping. It's just the amount that you're tipping or the amount that seems correct to what you paid for is a lot larger now. That's my two cents on the cash. See, there any final words before we uh, switch switch topics? No, I think people should just be paid living wage. I think yeah. most other countries do not even do tipping. Like they 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 kind of frown upon it because it's kind of like you're you you. It's almost insulting because you're like you think I'm not getting paid enough. Like you think you're gonna tip me and everything. It's like it's it's not a thing that they do. So we shouldn't either. Um, now, if gratuity is is already included, then maybe I won't tip as much, or maybe I'll, I'll see how much gratuity is. But maybe uh, dude, if there's gratuity, I ain't tipping. Cause that that's already the tip. Yeah. Because I, I I mean, and don't get me wrong, gratuity. The only times I've ever seen gratuity be used was for parties larger than six, which mm. makes sense. Like, hey, if there's a party for six, we're already gonna account for that. And the gratuity on standard is usually twenty percent, which yeah. I mean can add up if depending on, on the, the entire bill and if you're paying the entire bill. But um, you know, I you know whatever. But uh, Chicago has a new mayor, Brandon Johnson, was elected last week or two weeks ago. <clears throat> uh, one over Paul Vallis. Uh, they're I guess they're both Democrats, but obviously we both knew that uh, we all knew that uh, Brandon Johnson was the true progressive democrat while paul vallis was backed by uh, conservatives and stuff like that everyone's going crazy about it uh i mean i work with a lot of both you know liberal and um conservative people conservative people saying that the city's going to going to ruins i mean it's already in the ruins so where the fuck are we going uh other people will be like well it's going to be better than we had last time which i think is going to be better than what we had uh before uh, for two people that don't live close to the city, do you do you guys even care? Um, a little bit, yeah. I I uh, happy that uh, Brandon won. Um, I know Paul Vallis was kind of a piece of shit and everything too. So uh, I'm hoping to see. It looks like Brandon does already cares about. Um. Like the, a lot of people, I saw something online that was like, "Oh, like a hundred thousand police were gonna quit if if Brandon, what's his last name, Johnson, right? Brandon Johnson won." It's like, okay, like so be it. You're the one that's gonna be out of a job. Like, if anything, we need less police and everything. But uh, and the fact that he wants to, he wants to invest more in like um, community stuff and everything. I think it's gonna be very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I had seen, and again, this is getting my news from the most reliable source on the internet right now, TikTok. Um, one of the candidates was backed by a lot of a police union supporters. The other was backed by 
school union supporters. So it was um, a decision between the school unions or the police unions, and that's kind of where the candidates differed the most. And the school, the the candidate backing or backed by the school unions was the one that won. So I'm all for more community help uh, and trying to solve an issue uh, rather than just over-enforcing rules. I can't fix a root problem that way. And then in other news, did any of you guys watch the Mara movie? Not yet, no. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. How was it? I really, really enjoyed it. So, it's, it, it's, I think I had seen that a lot of the reviews were um, criticizing the movie. I think that they did a really good job in just creating a story um, because it's not an easy thing to create um, like from real world into a, a video game scenario, right? So I think they did a good job transitioning it. Once the once they got into the, the Mario world, you know, you kind of forgot about the real world part of the movie. Um, and then the characters did pretty good. I, I They showed aspects of the Mario world that you wouldn't necessarily think about a lot. Like, usually you just see one or two toads, right, at a time. Here you saw hundreds of toads. Um, you saw the end. I thought it was good. It was just, it gives a little bit of, pers- for, for it being based off of a video game, I think they did a good job. So, Angel just came, uh, he just saw it, and he, he, he's on the on my friend's group chat. He gave it a 5 out of 10, uh, and I'm just going to share what he thinks. Uh, next episode, he wants to come defend his uh, his opinion. He can, but he said, "I had a blast. Don't get me wrong; it was fun, and I saw it at Dolby." So, Chef Kiss, Elimination is dope as studio. Not gonna lie, I just didn't like the whole origin story aspect to it too much. I really think it could skip all that and just start with Mario and Luigi already in the Mushroom Kingdom, and maybe just follow the plot of Super Mario or sixty four or something. I was only let down a little bit. I think they should have gotten better voice actors too, which I think that's a. I, I think they were pretty good, uh, especially on the Bowser's on the Bowser's uh, point. Uh, I don't think they. I don't think it had to be as star studded as possible, which I also think that should have been okay. Chris Pat is awesome, but it would have been better with some Italian dude, um, which. Ah. I'm 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 no I I just really like I haven't seen it. I'm probably gonna I'm probably not gonna see it on theater. I'm probably gonna try to catch it on on streaming service. Um. But I keep seeing uh, Bowser's uh, musical yeah. piece, <laughs> which yeah. is Jack, which Jack is just Jack Black going going off, uh, singing about Peach, uh, and that just might get nominated for something. For yeah, something I saw that. that. That's great. Just off that alone, I'm not even gonna watch it. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a good movie. So shout out to them. Uh, you, what, what, out of ten, what, what do you give it, Luis? I definitely go a strong eight, eight out of ten. I enjoyed the movie. It was fun to watch. I, I agree. Uh, with Angel on the origin part, like I said, that's something that I brought up too. It was difficult to transition, and I could see how they could have just skipped all that, but it it was part of the story of the movie. You know, it is what it is. And I think they they did a good job overall. Like like you said, the animations were really cool. It was good. Um, and what is in my notes? Whatever Caesar wants to talk about, Brandon Johnson. Uh, Trump I just arrested. had uh, 
I just watched uh, Scream Six. That was really good. Oh, uh, really? okay. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I like I like Jenna Ortega and the other girl uh, sisters and everything. It was intense. It was freaking good shit. Uh, the last weekend I went to C two E two, got a bunch of dope shit and everything. Had a blast. Was fucking exhausted. There was a lot uh, of voice actors there, wasn't there? There was a lot there? of voice actors this year. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and then the I think the one thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, and I don't know how much longer we're gonna be talking or anything. Um. But I told you guys in the group chat, in the TQL pod group chat. Is that the TQL uh, pod anymore? We got to change that. Uh, well, fuck, that's not my fault that it's still named that, dog. I'm just saying. How about you step up a little bit? Hey, bro, how about you fucking take a nap, little bitch? Um, I was a witness to probably one of the rudest fucking people at Walmart the other day. It was not towards me, right? But it pissed me off so much like I should have said something but the only reason I didn't was because who this was aimed towards didn't seem to have like heard it Uh, and I didn't want to be like did you hear that what they just said and then upset them or something so um Poncho, I don't know which Walmart you go to I don't know if all the Walmarts recently have gotten a bit of a like a makeover but the one on Orchard Road is their makeup section and like lotion section and everything is now like this little square, like little boxed in thing with uh one entrance with like a sales thing in the middle that you can like browse, right? So they've technically taken this one entrance that was wide enough for everybody to walk through and has made it an entrance and exit or whatever by putting this thing that people can shop at or whatever, like kind of browse at. Uh, in the middle of it. So it makes it a bit congested. It's a bit like a maze sometimes. I um, was leaving that area. I was there to try to buy some like lotions and everything and like some sunscreen that my girlfriend needed. Uh, and when I was leaving the area, there was a lady in my way. I said, excuse me. She moved. No problem at all, right? I am on the other side, outside of the little area, and this, I'm looking through this stuff and everything, and I hear this other lady, uh, this Mexican lady, say excuse me to the lady. And the lady moves. That's it. Then this Mexican lady's daughter is like, who the fuck are you talking to? And you hear the mom say, oh, le estaba hablando la señora para que se mueva. Right? I was talking to the lady so she can move because I need to get by. And this fucking daughter, who was probably in her 20s or something, was all like, she's in your fucking way. She's a fucking whale. Dude, I shot daggers at this fucking... And she was walking away, so she didn't fucking, like, see me looking at her or whatever. And luckily, I don't think the lady that they were addressing or talking about heard them. But I shot fucking daggers at this lady. And then the mom turned around because she was like, holy shit, like, maybe they, they heard us. The lady didn't turn around, but I was looking at the mom dead in the eyes with just this fucking, like, daggers and disapproving look and everything. And, I, like, the mom just kept turning back to look at me, and I was still, like, did not move for a good, like, two minutes because I was just fucking staring at this mom and, like, letting her know, like, your kid's a fucking piece of work. Um, And I wanted to tell the person, like, I'm so sorry that they said that about you. But one, I didn't know if they if they had heard them, and I didn't want to be like, oh... 
You didn't hear that? Oh, this person called you a whale. Oh, now you feel bad? Sorry, I thought you wanted to know. Like, I didn't want to be that person, so I just kind of, like, all right. Had she said something, I would have been like, hey, oh, you give her a fucking apology or something. Uh, I just, it, it pissed me off beyond belief, because, again, the lady was not being rude. Like, there's already not a lot of space there. When people said, excuse me, she moved. I don't know what the fuck was up with this person. Uh, if they're a fucking listener and you know that you said this shit, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Dude, I was heated. Heated. Ow. Don't be fucking rude to people. That's it. That's it. I'm, fu- I'm clocking out. <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> um, when, you, when, you, when you mentioned about the whole lady being rude in Walmart, uh, Walmart's always this place where Shit is always popping off. Um, it's just, and depending on the Walmart, obviously every Walmart's different. Uh, but you never see that shit in Target. You never see that shit in Target. I guess um, don't. You know, some people, some people can't afford Target, my boy. Uh, it is what it is. You know, get get your bands up. Get my bands up, all right, bro. Get your bands up, all right, you know bro. Cut Put me in the my, work. Cut me my cut me my forty cents, dog. That's, that's that's all you want, dog, because we got more money. Hey, bro, cut me, cut me my 40%. That's what I meant to $4. say. $4. It's $4. Hey, you're looking away, bro. Uh, We're getting up the strip club. Let's go. Luis, is there anything else you want to cover? Uh, I'm good, man. Um, I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, last One week more thing. What? Uh, uh, before, if we're going to sign off soon or anything, uh, I just want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Kyle Wozny. Uh, he... I don't know if he has put this out yet. Uh, he's I think engaged? He did. He's engaged. Um, and he asked me, your boy, to be the best man. <laughs> hey, that's exciting. That's fucking nice. awesome. I'm super excited, so. Nice. Yeah. Um, Are you going to paint your hair for the wedding? Nah, dog. My mom was all like, you should cut your hair. I'm like, I'm not cutting my hair. And then Jessica's all like... Hey bro, you didn't cut it for Oscars. You're not cutting it for Kyle's. I'm like, yeah, I was gonna say you should keep it long, bro. What the hey fuck? bro, I'm like, I'm like, Oscars gonna feel a sort of way if I cut my <laughs> hair for for, for for Kyle's buddy. Nah, <laughs> but uh, Luis, thank you again for uh, stopping by and being a guest on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your experience on Japan. Uh, I know you are starting a business. Uh, where can we find this business? What's your business about? And at the end, can you send Pancho the information so he can put it on this episode's description? Yeah, so um, I like building stuff. I like making stuff. And I was making rugs um, last year. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, it was awesome to be able to create stuff, uh, send it off uh, to people, and just watch them genuinely enjoy uh, something that I was able to make. Um, so I figured why not turn it into a little bit of a business model um, and just at least take it a little bit more seriously and and put that much more effort into the work as well. Um, so it's called 815 Crafts. Um, the reason it's 815 Crafts is because, as I mentioned, I like building stuff. So um, I'm also getting a little bit into woodworking and I hope to be able to create some custom woodworking pieces. Um, so I've been doing my research. Uh, you know, woodworking is not something that you can just dive into. It definitely takes um, some skill and safety. You know, I'm going to be working with some power tools. So not only is that exciting, but it is also spooky because 
you could lose a hand if you're not careful. Um, but I hope to create some uh, some some cool pieces. Uh, right now I'm starting off a little bit easy. I'm looking at making a, a nice simple coffee table, um, seeing how that turns out. Um, I'm already thinking of designs um, and working with epoxy. Um, I think, yeah, uh, I got some some pretty cool ideas. I'm I'm looking forward to just creating pieces and and hopefully people um, enjoy them enough to want to buy them. You do gotta be careful with epoxy though. You do gotta wear your uh, face mask and everything because the fumes it gives off. So yes, sir. We're gonna be so I'm doing all of this in my garage. We are gonna be OSHA safety regulated. Oh, I already I already know Danny's not involved then because it's not it's it's, it's OSHA approved. Danny's yeah. not involved. It's the ops. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got I got my respirator. Um, I've got Good. some work gloves, safety glasses. Definitely got to be careful when you're doing that kind of stuff. It's, it's. Uh, <laughs> I was laughing because it's like, ooh, look at all the new toys I got. But they are definitely not toys. These are power tools. No. Could be very dangerous if uh, if not used properly. So. Well, I hope yeah. we get. I hope we get to have you on the podcast uh, with all fingers and or hands, all appendages uh, in the future. So. Yeah, I appreciate the good wishes, but yeah, I'll. Uh, I uh, I'm in the process of creating my first piece of woodworking so i'm i'm still recording i'm not the best at editing but i'm posting stories here and there so my instagram for that is just 815 the the, the number is 815 and then crafts um so i'll uh, i'll send the info over and yeah if you guys want to post it it'd be cool I appreciate it, and uh, and uh, that's about it. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow on all socials and on TikTok, and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Peace. I'm not leading you on a baby.